In October, the cannabis industry reconvened in Las Vegas for the annual trade show MJ BizCon, put on by Marijuana Business Daily. As part of that event, Business of Cannabis sat down with industry leaders at the show to discuss their business, the current state of the cannabis industry, and what they were seeing on the road ahead. This conversation was part of that series. What follows is a conversation with Rob Seacrest, the co-founding president of Polaris Equity Group. Polaris Equity Group is a commercial real estate private mortgage REIT, and prior to MJ Biz, they made major announcements that was about how Polaris is helping grow and scale the sector. And we want to connect with Rob to see how Polaris is different than what is also available in the market, both in the past, but also looking forward. Thank you for being here. All right. Thanks for having me. Uh, so we met a few weeks back at our event in New York. Um, I'm going to say some words all together and you're going to tell me if they sound right. Okay. You? So Polaris is a commercial real estate, private mortgage REIT. That's correct. I read that on the website. Yeah. And I, I think I understand what that means, but give us a little bit in your words, what that means. And then we'll get into sort of. Sure. So. Most people conflate the, the acronym REIT with uh, that, that we own properties. That's a traditional REIT. We're a mortgage REIT, and basically we just get the same tax advantage as a traditional REIT that owns property. So we're still a lender. We still operate like, you know, we lend money like a bank lends money, but we're private, so we can do it how we want to do it. But we get the tax advantage of a REIT, which is a 20% reduction on your fa uh, federal taxes uh, for the, the income that we generate. And you only pay state taxes in the state that you're domiciled in, which is a massive advantage. And there's some other advantages for self-directed. You don't pay any UBTI as a, as a type of tax that nobody likes to pay. And so uh, it, it is the type of business you are, you are in, Polaris, new to the sector? Or are there other people doing what you do? And uh, how is that part of the sector developed? I guess sure. for the last time you're here in 2019. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, Polaris has been in lending for 30 you know, 30 years, we formed with the, the, the principles for 30 years, we formed Polaris in 2010. Um, our local congressman, Gaynor Rohrbacher, Rohrbacher Blue and our amendment, he's our local guy. Yeah. He passed that in, in 2014, the most consequential legislation. He's an interesting fellow. He is very interesting. <laughs> yes. Don't uh, think anything about, I, I could say interesting. You just say, yeah, sure. Yeah. People think he's interesting. Yeah. No, he, he is, he's a character. Um, and so we had the lending experience and when that, uh, amendment passed, we realized that we had the skill set to create the, 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 this newly created asset class that exists, but it's not licensed yet. And so what most people from, from your sector or your audience might not realize is that just because it might be illegal in these states doesn't mean that there's a place to, to do it yet because those facilities, the property and the operator both have to be licensed. And so you, to get that property license has to meet certain parameters. And so the properties that are existing had to be converted and things done. You know, you might use CO2 to grow your indoor cultivation, whatever you're doing. So all that stuff has to be approved by the state. And then that, that property is certified. Then you can board a cannabis use tenant that's certified, that's, that's uh, the license approved by the, by the state. So to further answer your question, we knew we had the skills to do that, which is called value add lending. We, that we'd come from the most competitive lending, uh, uh, California's most competitive lending state in the country. Um, and when we entered in space, we were the first dedicated lender in the entire country for cannabis. Um, today we're tracking about a hundred private lenders, most of them doing just acquisition or refinance, not value add. Value add means that a portion of the loan is going back into the property, ground up construction, tenant improvements, whatever it is. And then today we just uh, announced our upsizing to a billion dollars. And we, uh, you know, part of our bond raise that we announced at your show, at your conference 
was we needed to have an ability for a step-down rate. A value-add is a very complex loan. You're processing draws every, every few days or weeks. And so that pricing is not the same as the one that is just you know, a fully stabilized product. So now with our bond offering, we can do a step-down rate, lower cost, uh, st- stabilized uh, product and medium term for them. And so that was part of the, bo- the upsizing and the bond offering. All this was a series of things that we've been working on for a long time. Yeah, and, and it, um, you're going to correct me for wrong again, which I probably am, but it seems like the sophistication and the ability for cannabis companies to access capital, however that is, is uh, growing. Uh, there are more ways to do it, um, or less onerous ways to do it. Like, is, is that part of the sector evolving similar to like people are now cultivating differently? Like, is it evolving and maturing it, differently? It's evolving, but... More so on just the acquisition or refinance. That's a really simple, you don't need a big bandwidth of skill set to, to do that. You have to know how to do it. There's really nuanced things that you need to know about cannabis lending as opposed to non-cannabis. But when you do value-add lending, you have to have a, a completely different s- skill set and you need to have processed thousands and thousands of loans right. to get that to get that really honed the way that we've done it. Yeah. And, and how, how, what's been the response? Um, to From the borrowers? Yeah. So unfortunately, their borrowers have never been able to get any capital right. except for their house. Right. And that was 2.75 or 3%. Right. And when we put out our pricing for a construction loan, they lose their mind. And They'll we understand it, but what we're trying to do is say, look, this is much better than giving up all equity. So right. most of our transactions were already purchased by pure equity. Right. So we're just doing the build out so they don't have to go raise more equity at the worst time when they're got just no they're, they're, going on. And yeah. so- it takes a while for them to realize that this is what we had to raise the money to give it to you. We had to convince our investors to be willing to give it to you. So I understand you're frustrated. We're working on compressing this. We're working on solutions, but it's much better than giving up your company forever. Right. You know, uh, with, with, and so that process used to take nine months. Now it's down to about three months. And, um, you know, that's just part of the nature of the yeah. business. Yeah. Well, thank you again for your partnership on New York, because I thought the event was great. It was great to learn about you and connect with you and to see you back here again um, in Las Vegas. Uh, maybe next time we'll go back to New York and we'll do a East Coast, West Coast thing over time. But thanks for stopping by. Sure. Uh, learning about the company is always important and interesting. And so we look forward to connecting with you down the road. Sounds good. Thanks, thanks for having me. Hi. That was Rob Seacrest, recorded at MJ BizCon 2021. This podcast was recorded at MJ BizCon in Las Vegas in October 2021. For more information about Business of Cannabis, please visit businessofcannabis.com and follow us on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram.